Good evening. Tonight's shir is sponsored by the Sepulitz family as a schus for a zivig for Esther Bas Shira. The schus are learning she should be zeicha to a zivig yofa bekarev, and she should be zeicha to have Darius Yisharim veirachim. The Sepulitz family should also be a bench bechol mili demetav, and they should be bench leyom shatayim pim pizaram zerazaram ad olam. So so learning should also be a schus for shleima from Miriam Beil Bas and Chom b'seich shachel Yisrael. So, two weeks ago, we saw the story, a tragic story of Naiv Irakayanim, David, running away, he's starving, he goes to the Mishkan, the Kain Godel gives him the Lechem Haponim, or Taidus Chalas Taida, depending on the from Shatim, and Goliath's a sword, and he's Sheol B'Urim V'Tumim, and David goes on his way. Doi comes and tells Shaul about this. Shaul now wants to calls Achitav, the Kain Gadol, demands, what on earth is going on over here? Why are you supporting my enemy? He says, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's the king's son-in-law. Shaul doesn't buy it. And Shaul orders his soldiers that they should, he, his generals, his other soldiers are sitting all around him and he tells them why, tell him, put, put the Kayan to death. And even Shoal's most loyal generals do not want to, uh, no one's, they're scared. They don't want to touch the Kahane Hashem. So what happens is Shoal now turns to Doig and he tells Doig that Pasigur Ches, we'll start, it, we'll start from Pasigur Ches, I'm not sure exactly what we got up to, but Perik Chavdei is Pasigur Ches. You go and kill them yourselves. The Chazal say that this is, he was like, it says, he's like a dog, a fish, who's trapped in a net. Doyeg himself probably did not want to get his hands dirty in this case, but he had been the one who came up with the charge, and now he told the king, the king decided they should be put to death, based on Doyeg's, we went through last time, Doyeg's description, he managed to say the story in a way that made the Kahanam look very bad, and Shaul commands him, okay, you go and carry out the order yourself. So Doig goes and does it. Vayasev Doig ha'doimi vayifka hu b'kehanim vayomus b'yema hu shmoignin v'chamisha ish noise eifid bad. Eighty-five men wearing an eifid bad. Now even if it, these are just the kehanim who were killed, there's eighty-five people of the age of being right to do the avoided. They were noise eifid. But the chazal over here say they understood the eifid bad refers to the big dekein gadol. And the Yishalmi in Sanhedrin says that isn't there halacha that you can't have two kahanim gedolim at once? Elam alamid shayikulon ruiyim lias kahanim gedolim. There's 85 gedoli Yisrael. Others say similar. Others shayim and farshim shayim say that this is talking about these were the the, the best and the most chash of the kahanim. But many other kahanim were killed. And the pasuk taka continues and it tells us that ves noiv ir akayanim hikul fichorev me ishvad isha me oilov adyonek. The entire city is wiped out. The shor of the animals, the cell of everything was killed out, and this was to make an example of a city that dared to rebel against the king, the way Shaul saw things. But this was a terrible, terrible hate. Now, of the entire city, there's only one survivor. One son of the Kayengodal Achimelech, who, as we discussed last time, is a descendant of the Meshwach of Eli. One son of Achimelech. Manages to escape. Ushmay Aviyaser. His name is Aviyaser. He's someone we're going to 
have a lot more dealings with as Hashem as we go through Shmuel Aleph Beis when we see the Melucha and David eventually does become the Melech. But the Yosser Akoi manages to escape. And where do you go if you're the number one most wanted man now by the king? So obviously there's only one safe place to go is go to the person who's even more wanted than you and that's David HaMelech. Not David HaMelech, that's the David. So David has no idea of this whole entire story. So Aviyasar comes running. Vayagid Aviyasar with David Kiharag Shol. Aviyasar tells David Kiharag Shol is Kehani Hashem that Shol had wiped out the entire Noiv Irakayanim, that the Mishkan that was there is no longer functioning, it had to be moved. And David takes the blame, at least partial blame. Vayemir David Laviyasar. You know what? To an extent, it's my fault. Because Yudati Be'emahu Kisham Da'eg. I knew Da'eg was there. Kisham Da'eg Adoimi. Ki Hagid Yagid Lashol. And he's the one who told Shol. David's saying, I should have realized that he was going to tell Shol. And therefore, I do blame to certain, I take partial blame in the story. And we'll see, we'll get to this later in Sefer Shmuel. Not necessarily Beferish in the Psukim, but Chazal Darshan from certain Psukim, that David was almost killed in the land of the Plishtim. Very interesting and unusual story how he was saved. But David was almost killed because of this story. David had a tremendous, there was a tremendous kitchen against David. It was a kitchen against Kal Yisrael. And what's most interesting, I think we mentioned this last week, was even this whole story of the killing out of Naiv is a kitchen on Yainasen. Why? Because Yonason didn't give David food, and because he didn't give David food, David went to Nevi Kehanim, and that caused Doeg to snitch, and everything led to the Mis of Nevi Kehanim. So you see how vite a person has to be careful what he does. Yonason's a very, you know, you can look at it as a small ripple, and, you know, that, that eventually led to them being killed, and Yonason also is given blame, and could be that's one of the reasons that he was eventually killed together with his father in battle. Dov says, I, I take blame. I'm the one who caused. It's because of me that this entire, entire story took place. So this brings to end the Perich of Beis. We have one more Pasuk, the story of the escape. And now David tells Aviyasar, and we'll see that Aviyasar is going to play a starring role in this parak as well. Shiva Iti, you stay with me. I'll tear, don't be afraid. Because, you know, whoever's trying to kill me is trying to kill you. Together, we're safe. You're guarded with me. What is he adding? What's he saying? What's the two in Yonam? So there's different shot. And the Malvim understands, interestingly, he says that why are you wanted? Because you're helping me. David says, you're seen as in part of the rebellion. So you be with me, you're in less danger because you're not the number one wanted man in the situation. If they catch up, then they really want to kill me. You're already not important if they kill me. So you're in less danger because I'm the number one wanted man. And when it comes to being saved, you are safer than me. You have the schus of the mitzvah, you're a koyin, mamela. You have very little to worry about. Rashi says, and other Farshim say there was a bris, the David made a, made, made a promise to be shamer him. The Minchitana says something very interesting. He says, Kimishmeris Ati Modi, the Schusadirabim Odif, Adirab, but together we have the Schusarabim. And not only that, we have Elikimi Vakesh Sanirdaf. You're a Nirdaf, you did nothing wrong, you're trying to be killed. I'm a Nirdaf. Together we have the Schusarabim, and Akalishborhu will save the two of us together. Now we'll see in a minute that Aviyasar brought with him 
he grabbed what he could when he ran away from the Mishkan, and he brought something very important with him. He brought along with him the Urm Vatumim, and this enables David now to have access, direct access, to ask, ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu all the time what to do. So, just before we start this parak, just one, one word of Akdama for this parak, and really the next few program we're going to be going through are echoed in Tehillim, we'll, we'll see maybe if we have time, we'll, a little bit, one parak nun Dalit in Tehillim is mamish from the story from this, this, this parak, but this parak very much shows you, you know, we, we just went through a parak that shows Shaul in probably the worst possible light when he kills that Nevi'ir HaKayanim, and this parak, Adarab, we see the Tzidkis of Shaul, we see where his heart really was, we see how he viewed things. He viewed himself still as a tzaddik. We'll see that's clear. And he's Mois Nefesh Yisrael. We see the tzidkis and the Messias Nefesh of David. We see the tzidkis and the, and the Anova of Yonis. And so this parak is really an important parak in understanding and appreciating the godless of all the characters involved. So Vayigidul David. So David's here, 400 men. He's number one wanted by the king. He's seen as having this insurgency campaign going on. And in the midst of all this, <laughs> a city nearby, Ki'ila, is being attacked, Yehuda, is being attacked by, from the border, is being attacked by the Pelishtim, and the Pelishtim, they didn't actually harm the city, but they're there and they're, they're burning up the fields and they're burning up the silos. And this is obviously... Endangered to Kali. So now, if David had been still in his role as the king's son-in-law, so obviously that he would come out, uh, you know, he was the general, he fought off the Pelishtim, he would come and fight. The problem is that David is now in a new role. He's in the role of number one most wanted fugitive of justice. So what does he do? So David himself is not sure, and Befrat, the Minchikatana says that the re- one of the reasons David is not sure what to do is because... David is very concerned. He right now has a tremendous kitchig on him. He, he caused the death of so many Kahanim. Maybe he's not zeichet to help other Yidin. Plus, it's dangerous. He doesn't want to reveal his position to Shaul. So what does he do? And this is really, you see throughout Sefer Shmuel, Aleph Beis, that when David didn't know what to do, he had a very simple aid, so he turned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Vayishol David b'Hashem leimar, ha'eleich v'hikesi b'plishtim ha'ela. Should I go and attack this band of plishtim? Go, attack the Pelishtim, and you'll save Keila. Now, how did he, how was he Shoyal Hashem? So, Pashab Shat will see in a minute that he had access to the Urim Batumim, that Avi also brought it with him. So, David raised his men. Akalish Baruch says, We have to go, we have to go. But David's men tell him, uh, well, not so fast. We're here in Yehuda in the midst of our own countrymen, the people from our Shevet, and we're scared. We're scared from Shaul. We should add to it and go fight against the Pelishtim. We have to watch ourselves from two sides. Shaul could come and attack us. The Pelishtim are going to attack us. It's too dangerous. So what does David do? David goes back to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Hashem answers him, Go down to Ke'ila. I'm giving over the Pelishtim in your hands. Oh, so what happened? Kodesh Baruch Hu told David, go. David's men don't want to go. He asked the Kodesh Baruch Hu again. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, go. 
And what happened this time? They go to Kiel. We'll get to the battle in a second. So, so what happened over here? He asked the Kodesh Baruch said, go. Why is David doubting a Kodesh Baruch? So there's two different Mahalchem Nereshainim, Mepharshim over here. So one shot is that David himself was ready to go. His men were still too nervous. So he asked the Kodesh Baruch again. The Kodesh Baruch told him the exact same thing a second time. And once he asked it, and HaKadosh Baruch answers him the second time, so then his men were confident enough to go. This is Pshat number one. But there's a different Pshat over here. If you look in Tanakh, you have to be very careful when you ask the Urmatum. The, in, in Sefer Shaiftim, so there's a civil war in Klal Yisrael, a very tragic story where they wipe out most of Shevet Binyamin. Now in that battle, Klal Yisrael asks the Urmatum, should they go to battle? And the Kodesh Baruch says, yes. And they go to battle, and they lose. And they ask again, and Hashem says, again. And finally, the third time, they ask if they can be matzliach, and Hashem says, yes. So just because Hashem said, go to, go to war, doesn't mean you're gonna win, that you're going to save your lives. He says, if you go, you'll save the Pelishtim. That's why Kodesh Baruch you'll save, save Ke'ilah. But it doesn't mean that maybe they'll die in battle, and it will, you know, but it will be at least enough to scare away the Pelishtim. So as men said, you know, we, are we to be nice and effish? Kodesh Baruch never promised us an ace. So the second time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him more. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him that no. Hashem said that Leich, go down to Kila, I'm giving them over to the hands. I'm going to make an ace for you. So now when they hear that, now they're willing to go. They fought against the Pelishtim. And they captured all the Pelishtim's cattle. Who brings cattle to a battle? So the Mepharshim say that they had such a, David was so successful, he chased them all the way back to the villages, wiped out the villages, took all their cattle. And David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Now, the Pasuk now can explain to us where and why and how David has access to Urmatum. So now the Pasuk explains, when Avi Yasser escaped from Daig to, to come to David, so El David Keila, he escaped to David who was in Keila, Aphoid Yorad Biyada, he took an Aphoid with him. And that Aphoid, Kipshute, means the Aphoid with the Urmatum. Now there's an obvious cash in this Pasuk, this Pasuk doesn't seem to read straight because it says that he ran to David who was in Keila. That's not what happened. David had the aphid already to ask Hashem, should I go to Keilah? David wasn't in Keilah. David was hiding out somewhere else. So what does this mean? So some of our Hashem, a very interesting shot from Nechikitan, he says that the first Sheilah by Hashem was not all day the aphid. He only gets aphid now. This is, Aviaser, a little bit out of order, joined him closer to Keilah. The first time he was Sheilah by Hashem was Aidei Ruach HaKadosh. David had the ability to communicate directly with HaKadosh Baruch That's the easiest shot to say why the Andre David didn't want to go with him? Saying they didn't see, they didn't have who says you're right. You know, it's like someone says they have Ruch Lekaydish, Mechatesa. Yeah. So why do you need the Oh, it's a good question. If he had it. Right, so I don't know, was he established Navi at this point? I don't know. We don't know if he had any of us yet. But Lekaydish, that's not Pashup Shah. Most Mufarshim understand. Radak and others, that Avada, he had the aphid already, and, and Avada, Eviyoser, came to him before he went to Kilo, which is a Pasha Sapsukim. So, how else was Yishael Bashem? So, what does it mean that 
when Aviyosa ran to, uh, to David, Ki'ila, he had the ephod. So Pshad is that the Pesach's explaining to us why HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused him to grab. He didn't, wasn't a planned out action. He just went and ran and grabbed whatever came to his hand. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused that he happened to grab the ephod. Kidei that he'll be able to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu should he go to Ki'il. He wouldn't have gone without the Eifid. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused it to come to David for the purpose of saving the city of Ki'il. That's the pshat that the Malm and other Mepharshim say over here. But the Ramban says something very interesting in Chumash. Ramban Chumash. So he learns that David didn't have the Ramban He explains that there is special Tzirufei Shemus that Moshe Rabbeinu knew. This is the Ramban in Perk Chavches. So the Ramban's maz with the whole Indian of the Urim Vatum. And he says, The Tzirufei Shemus on the Urim Vatum caused the letters to light up when you were Shail of Urim Vatum. <laughs> and he continues, I'm skipping some words. And he says, He's still not Masudr, you have to know how to Masadr, like the more famous who says, Shikaira and Kshaira, Khana. But this then he says the interesting part. The Efshir, Sha'akhri Shinosan Maisha Bakhishin Hashemus Akadoshim. Once Maisha put the Shamus Akadoshim shall um to him, Hainaidim bin Messiah Simen will gedoli chachmi shall there's this this these names are passed on. To all the Gedele Klal Yisrael, Shemosrim Lehemim Sisrei Tayer, whoever was Zeicha to the secrets of Kabbalah, got these Sirufe Shemus. Vlofika Chaya Ben Biad David Eifid Vahayu Kedemus Eifid Moshe. It wasn't the Eifid of the Kohen It was similar. Uboi Chayshin Kedemus Chayshin Akai. They should also have a Chayshin and Avol Near Shay. But it wasn't stones. It was just made out of cloth. But this was a Mahalach that people who wanted to be Shail Hashem. You know, today. What do we have? We have a faint echo. You can make a girl hagra. They made their own ephod with their own, you know, the names. And you put the right through for Shemus, and anybody who wanted had access to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu directly. There's no Milo. What? Avon, what? What's the Milo? It's a good question, because it says that the Koyim, the Yamid, the Koyim, it sounds something special about the Koyim Gadol. The Yabisho Isa, the Koyim, the didn't always work. Kasher Choshev Zer Bavrami brings that. When Ezra held us, learned this. He also shot, and he says he brings a raya. He says not not the the not the Rambam. I think the Ben Ezra brings this raya that the pasuk over here doesn't say he said Ha Eifoid. You're not talking about the Eifoid, the one of the Kohen Gadol. It just says that when he came, he had an Eifoid. So it sounds like this wasn't the special Eifoid. Now for Pekin, he was able to be Shoyel the Kohen Gadol. Uh, now. Vayugad l'shol. Shol here is, of course, this makes a tremendous uh, ruckus that David is, not only is David, you know, establishing himself uh, with his band of men, but David's even going out to fight wars for Kali Shol. This is like, you know, he's, he's, he's taking the role of the government on, in his hands. So Vayugad l'shol, kiboy David ki'ila. Vayomer shol, nikar oiseli kimbiyadi. Very interesting word. What's nikar? So the Rashi says, it just means his Hashem gave him over. But the Malbim says that we don't find this word anywhere else in Tanakh, this word Nikar, Nikar, that he gave him over. I'm not sure read the whole Pasuk. Because now he's been trapped, because Rahu trapped him in a city with uh, gates and walls, and we'll just catch him, we can besiege him in the city, and he's finished.
So the Malbum says, what's this Lashen, Nikar? So it's like the Malbum. Nikar is Lafin Yoni Hu Lashen Mesira. From the context, you can see it means that he gave him over. Hashem Moshe Biyadi. You don't find anywhere else in the Torah this word. That it's a, a combination of the word of Necher, of a stranger. That I can look at him as a total enemy. Now, what was the excuse that David had, that Shaul had? So the Farshim say, because he sees that David is going through tremendous chutzpah. He's setting himself up with the Urm Vatumim. He's mamish acting like a Melech. Shaul holds that only the Melech has the right to act, ask the Urm Vatumim. And the Mela, he sees David is acting totally like a, uh, a king. He sees open rebellion. Now, you see from the Lashon, what does Shaul say? Shaul says that Nikar Oiseli Kim Shaul says, and we'll see throughout this parak that when, when Shaul thinks he has David trapped, he says, Baruch Hashem, he sees, he sees him, he doesn't see Chas Hashem, he's, he's doing something wrong. He sees other Rebbe, because Baruch is helping him out to catch his enemy, David. Okay, it's a good kasha, what Shaul thought. Vayisham Shaul is called Shaul now gathers all of Kali Yisrael together for war. Loredes Ki'ilo, to go down to Ki'ilo, Lotzer al David, to go to battle against David and his men. Now it's interesting, some of the Mepharshim learn over here, the Malbim and others learn that Shoal didn't want to go and make it obvious that he's chasing David because he figured it's not such, so good for PR. Kalisol appreciates David, David just saved another city. So he went out with the bat with his whole army to go fight the Pelishtim. And his plan was that once he has the whole army together, he'll use them to fight against David and his men. The Minchikitan adds something interesting. He says that Shoal at this point makes a decision that he's not killing out any of David's so-called helpers anymore because Shoal had Harot. He says he killed that Nevei and now Shoal sings himself, all the people, family and friends of those Kehanim I killed, they're now all going to be on David's side. The more people I kill because they're helping David, soon the whole Kali Shoal is going to be anti-Shoal and pro-David. So Shoal says now he has to focus only on killing David, not in killing anyone else, because he can't afford to turn anyone else against the king. So, Shaul comes to fight. So what does David do? Vayeda David ki Allah, Shaul, machrish hara, that Shaul's coming to uh, kill him. Vayemer l'viyosra koyin hagisha eifet. So he quickly says, okay, we have to ask the Kodesh what to do. Vayemer David, Hashem alikei Yisrael, shoyma, shomoya, I heard, your Evet heard that, think that Kodesh Baruch Hu, that Shaul wants to come to Ke'ilo, L'Shachis, L'Ir Ba'avurit, to destroy the city on my behalf. Hayas Giruni, Ba'alei Ke'ilo Biyodei. Will the leaders of Ke'ilo, in order to save the city, so David hears, and apparently he was under the impression, not like what we said before from the Kitana, that, at least the Pashib shot, that Shoal was willing to wipe out the entire city. He's going to go to battle against the entire city and destroy it. They're, ho- they're, they're harboring a uh, number one most wanted man. They're part of the rebellion. Now, there's an option. We'll see later in Sefer Shmuel that when, you, uh, that when a city is harboring a potential rebel, if the city turns the rebel over to the king's army, so that means that they're surrendering and the king won't kill out the whole city. So David asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what's going to happen? 
are the people of Keila going to hand me over, or am I going to be able to, you know, am I going to am I going to have to fight against them? Also, what's going to happen? Hayaskiruni bali Keila biyaday, hayered shol kasher shom avadecha. So what's his question? He tells the Kaddish I heard that Shaul was coming to destroy the city because of me. So I want to have two questions. First of all, Hayaski Runi Will the people hand me over to Shaul? Hayered Shaul Kasher Shom Avadecha. Will Shaul Taka come? Kasher Shom Avadecha. Hashem Alekei Shaul Haged No Avadecha. Please answer me. Vayemer Hashem Yeri. Now Kaddish answers. He's going to come. Now Chazal make a very big point over here to learn from here the rules of how a person shall be Because David asked two questions. He asked, is, are they going to turn me over, first of all? Second of all, is Shaul going to come? Now, the questions are out of order. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers only the second question. So Chazal say from here, first of all, you're not supposed to ask Urmatum two questions unless there is elsewhere in Chazal where you can, only if it's an emergency situation. But in a regular situation, we don't ask two questions at once. Second of all, because he asked out of order, HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked the question, how could you ask, will they turn me over? Is Shaul going to come? That's ridiculous. If, the, if Shaul's not going to come, they're not going to turn him over. So the question's out of order. HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered him the question first, that, sh- that no, Shaul's going to come. So this is how Chazal, to Gemara in... Uh, this is how Chazal learned the story. Now, interestingly, the Malbum, he wants to say something else. He wants to say, because it's sure, why was David asking the questions out of order? It makes no sense. He says David had three questions. First question is that, forget about Shoal coming. Could be the Bali Ki'ilah will hear Shoal's on his way, Shoal will send the messenger, and they'll turn me over right away. First question, will the Bali Ki'ilah turn me over? Then is Shoal going to come himself with the entire army? And then he has to know that when Shoal shows up, will the Balakil turn me over to Shoal himself? So the three different questions. So Malbam understands that maybe David was asking in the correct order. But Pashub Shat was out of order. So now David only has an qu- answer to the second question. So now, Vayemer David, so David has to go back to the first question, which should have been the second question. Vayemer David Hayasgiru Will they hand me over to Shoal? Vayemer Hashem. Yaskiru and Hashem says that they'll turn you over, which is a pelt. And David faces this number of times. He just saved the city, and zero hakaras atayv, they're going to turn him over. So David has no choice, he's in mortal danger. Vayakam David v'anoshav kishesh shmeis ish, he has around 600 men, which if you notice, before he had 400, but now with his success in battle, his army grew. Vayetsu mikiila and they went where they went. What does it mean they went where they went? That means they had no plan. They bedafka. They just went from place to place, nomadic lifestyle. Shaul gets the message that he didn't make it to Kila. Dov is already gone. And he gives up. He doesn't know where he is. And Shaul heads back home. David's stays in the Midbar amongst the rocks, Vayeshev Bahar, Midbar Zif, and he goes to the mountains to the desert of Zif. Vayvakshayu Shol Kalayom, and Shol is trying to search him out. Vayinosnali Kimbiyod, and HaKadosh Baruch didn't hand him over into the hands of Shol. Vayar David Kiyotza Shol Levakesh Esnafshe. David sees that Shol's out to catch him. Vidavid Midbar Zif B'chayrasha. He's in a place called Chayrasha. Now, interestingly, who comes to visit David? 
It's unbelievable. Yonison heads it. Yonison knows he goes alone, and he knows that David's men knows that Yonison is not an enemy, so they bring him to David. So he goes, connected his own father. He's taking being married by Malchus, but he knows it's the Ritzayin Hashem, and he goes to Mechazakim with three in Yonim. He's Mechazakim, first of all, that Ashkacha Protest obviously with him. Second of all, that, he, that his father doesn't even know where he is. And third of all, that he is with him in whatever he could do. Don't be afraid. Yad Shol Shol's not going to find you. He's been trying. He's not finding you. Yad Shol Avi. And I know you're going to be the king. And I'll be the Mishnah Lamelech. I accept my role. And really, this is the role. Had Shol, you know, you can ask the question. Had Shol not been Chaita, we know that the Pasuk already, Yaakovin already promised. Like also shaved Yehuda that the Malchus belongs to Yehuda. What would have happened? Had Shol never made any mistakes. The answer is he would have been along with David, but in a subsidiary role, and Yedison wanted to fulfill that role. He wanted to be the Mishnah Melech. The Gam Shol of Yedekin, he says, my father himself knows that he's finished and you're going to be the king. They made a bris now, a bris of Hashem. What made of Hashem? They did in front of the Kayin with Urm Batumim. David and David stays in Chayrasha. So at this point, Shol has no idea where, Yenison, where, where David is, and Yehudasin goes home, David is safe in the Midbar, and we'll see now, we're not going to get to it this week, I thought we would, is that Shol, David is not going to be betrayed by people for no reason at all, and uh, which is the capital in Dalit and Tehillim talks about David's feelings and being betrayed by the Zifim, but Bez Hashem will have to get to that next week.